maybe I just look at too much porn, but yeah, I don't You're know. A little like, desensitized to to naked people. Welcome back to another episode of the Super Burly Bros Podcast. After dark. After dark. And things get scary in the dark because we're... And sleepy. And (laughs) mostly sleepy. It's episode 10. Episode 10. We're into double digits. This is truly something to be proud of, I suppose. No one ever thought we could or would or should. (laughs) Here we are still doing it. We won't stop screaming into the void. Which is fine because... It's not hurting anybody. and Yeah, it's not hurting anybody. Just let us do this. What else do you do on a night where you got nothing else to do yeah. but sleep or watch movies or shows or whatever? Drink six packs of b- soda. Biz soda. This episode brought to you by Biz soda. Biz soda. Biz soda. Well, I guess I'll... I hope that didn't pick up. We have a special guest today. Yes, a special, special guest. The dog, Amy. (laughs) And she is very curious about everything in Aaron's room. She already took a shit on the floor. She's just making herself comfortable, you know? (laughs) And right now she's going to hear every creak from the people upstairs. Yeah, they stomp around a lot. Yeah. So she might sound off. She might not. Let's hope that she just relaxes. Yeah. Calm it down, Amy. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. But on on the subject of Amy, mm-hmm. so on Sunday here, we had our first, this is last Sunday, and we'll have another one coming up for the next six weeks or four weeks. Okay. Um, CGC, which is Canine Good Citizen Class. Oh, CGCC. Yes. CGCC. Um, and it's a wonderful thing for you know, dogs to have, especially her of her, um, bully nature. Mm -hmm. Um, just showing that she's an all around good dog. Um, they also, you know, they don't test you whether you shit on the floor or not though. Yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like a lot of good dogs don't do that, but I'm, I won't hold it against her. Yeah. But you know, it's her (laughs) second time here and downstairs in the basement, there's a lot of smells. There's, you know, you know, we've all shit in inconvenient places. Yes. Like the, uh, hmm. Nope. What Didn't. was, uh, I know there was a venue that we both had to just stand guard for each other. Cause station was, four here in Minnesota. No, it wasn't station four. Well, like it had a terrible bathroom too. Also the 400 bar did too. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one on tour where, there was, they didn't even pretend to have a door. It was. I wish I knew what that was. I don't. It may have been St. Cloud even. Hmm. St. Cloud, that was a good show. Got into a fight. Yeah. Had to defend my wife's <laughs> honor. You did a great job. Freshly married. Yeah. No, I did a. I, I guess I did. I got in the way. I got in the middle of it. And you didn't get punched in the face. I did get pushed very hard into a popcorn machine, though. You got punched on like the top of the head. <laughs> did I? I. Yeah, he took a swing and like he connected, but it was like the back top of your head. Like 
Because you kind of, I'm not sure if you ducked or if he. Oh, no, I just, just have terrible posture. <laughs> he should have swung just. Yeah. Well, it was, it was fun regardless. I, I don't anticipate doing that ever again, really. And it didn't yeah, ever happen again. Except that one time a guy, he, he pushed his girlfriend against the wall and then I had to, you know, make, make fisticuffs with him. This was a long, long time ago at Kenny's, oh, okay. at Kenny's house. Oh, okay. Back when we would throw parties like every weekend. Okay. I was not there then. No. And I'm. Shout out to Kenny. What up, Kenny? Do you listen to this? Let I us know it. in the voicemails that we yeah. have. Let us know, Kenny. We miss know. you. Let us know. She really wants to jump on your bed. Don't do it, Amy. Oh, you said her name. Yeah. She's she's just nervously pacing around. Yeah. I think she wants to go to bed, but she doesn't know where her bed is. <laughs> or she's it's not my bed. She's not sure whether she can make that jump. Mm. Or the horse head on the The horse head is maybe a little disconcerting for her. It's like this I is the horse's that. bed. Yeah. Not yours. Yeah. I'm the horse. And it is, I don't know if I'm like a monster. I'm just not this uh, kind of a personal thing. I'm not really keen on having uh, a dog in the bed with me. No? No. Like. So you're telling me if you meet, you know, Mrs. Wright and she's like, I love dogs in my bed. Like I'm, it may be that, you know, none of the dogs I know are my dog. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't have that, like, special bond. Like, having a cat in the bed with me, I fucking love it. But dogs, I don't know. I don't know why it's where it's even a difference for me. So maybe it is just that they're not my dog. But it could be not my cat, and I'm like, get in bed, dude. That's true, yeah. I mean, do you want to just have Scotch? He's a pretty used up cat. <laughs> what are you trying? What's that supposed to mean? Used up cat. He's still got plenty of life in him, and he's already broken in. Like, who wants a brand new cat? Everybody Me. wants gently used. But you know, there's I like no kittens. there's no guarantee. You- yeah, I don't care. They're like whiny, and they have just razor sharp claws. But that's a part of their charm. Yeah, I like them. They're dangerous. They're dangerous, <laughs> just like me when I was younger. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, do you... How was your week? My week's been pretty long. Uh, I've been doing overtime pretty much every day. Uh, it's our it's our busy time of the month at work. So it's been like work nine, nine and a half hours and then come home. You sound super enthused to talk about the work you do. I'm crazy <laughs> enthused. I love it. It's yeah, like I like my work, but you know, it's there's just a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going through like a staffing like you just No, it's it's been a matter of um I've taken on just a lot more more duties lately. Um, so there's a lot to do and I get pulled in a lot of different directions of like, oh, this is really important. This has to happen today. Oh, this is also really important. This has to happen today. Oh, this is also very important. It has to happen today. And it's how do I prioritize it? 
and like I'm with work I'm learning I'm bad at asking for help for it or just like letting someone else do work that I'm supposed to do I'm very possessive of it I've found um I just want to make sure stuff's done right and I have trouble trusting someone it's else my well. it's my work and you can't have it yeah because you're gonna fuck it up and then I'm gonna just have to go back and do it again exactly so and I don't want to do that so just give me all my work leave me alone yeah so I struggle with that a little bit so you know I'm busy <laughs> okay how's how's your week been well um like I said uh we had our first class with Amy yeah at CGC and did it go well I guess so. I mean, she didn't bite anybody and she didn't completely embarrass me, but she embarrassed me. Yeah. I said, you know, it's basic stuff. First thing we're going to do, we're just going to, all right, sit and welcome a guest to pet them. And then we're going to kind of touch their ears, their mouth, Mm -hmm. hands, see how they do just to check for temperament or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Amy, sit. And she looks at me like, What's that mean? What did, what does that mean? And I'm like, bitch, you know what that means. <laughs> you do this all the time. I don't even have to say it most of the time. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's in front of a whole class and there are my coworkers there that I work with. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, they're going to see that I don't know how to work with my own dog. Should and I be a dog relator and yeah. can't even relate. And, you know, it was. She's just so curious about that horse. Um, so that was, you know, it was getting my energy like worked up. And then she's like, mm-hmm. why are you, what's wrong? What's wrong? I oh, don't even care what we're doing. That's a good energy to have for training. Exactly. <laughs> and so I was just thinking like, all right, just relax. Don't project. Just carry on. And, we you know, we got through the class and there was a point where we left her with the trainer. Mm-hmm. I go out for three minutes and then come back. Yeah. And she did that. Great. It was excellent, which is like, I think the they, they were saying it's like the hardest part of the test. Yeah. A lot of dogs, they start whimpering, whining or whatever. Um, but she did all right with it. So well, that's good. That's hope, you know, and next week or on Sunday, we're working with leash manners, mm. which she has some issues with. So we've been working at that, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah. We're just going to, do you do a whole lot of, um, I'm not sure if there's tons of opportunity to do it besides being at home and at the club when you're working, um, do you do much training like in other places? Like um, we do, we, and sometimes just going outside mm-hmm. is all the more distractions we would need to introduce. Yeah. Um, cause you know, you don't want to go full tilt and be like, all right, we're out here at the dog park and we're trying to just remain calm. And there she goes on top of the bed. Remain calm. Remain calm. You can wash your sheets. Yeah. She already pooped. She yeah. probably won't have to poop again unless she ate something. Did she wipe her ass though? Oh, probably not. Mm, probably not. That's all right. She's going to eat your pillow now. Don't worry. She doesn't have a destructive thing. She may actually lay on it. She's like, mm, that smells like Aaron's sweat. Yeah. She's just sniffing up in everything on his bed. But anyways, though, I guess I'm, I feel like it wouldn't even necessarily be about the distractions, but even just being like, not on your home turf of like, you know, at at home, you know, your surroundings and at the club, you know, I'm sure she's after a few days being there, she's knows those surroundings, Mm -hmm. but just 
being in like her new surroundings and having to do like training just in in a new environment like right here she knows me she knows you but we're in my room and not at oh yeah house. but you see now she she's sniffed everything she realizes that this is a safe space mm-hmm. and she wants it's the end of her day she's ready to go to bed so she's going to a bed because she knows that's where she sleeps because mm-hmm. she does sleep in our bed yeah and i think that even being a new like being outside of our house even though it is technically our house and she's familiar with it mm-hmm. there are still a lot of other things going on outside yeah there's new smells that are constantly coming in there are animals that are moving around and that alone is enough of that difference yeah for her to be like oh what's i'm gonna go see that and then it's no mm-hmm. stay here stay with me stay connected we're gonna you know work through these things right here And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think, oh, we got to go, you know, we're going on this mile long walk and my dog's having problems. It's like, well, did you master just walking in your house? Mm -hmm. And people don't think they're like, well, you just get a leash and you go for a walk and then you deal with it. It's like you can alleviate so many problems by just starting in such a in a controlled environment and you'll see so much more progress than, you know, getting frustrated after months or weeks or years even of yeah. going for leash walks out in places that aren't familiar. So I'd rather just get a cat and learn to accommodate the cat. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes, <laughs> different strokes, folks. That That's all right, though. That's that's fine. I, I enjoy Daphne and Scotch. And Buddy's <laughs> okay on occasion. A little bag of bones. But poor little guy, poor little guy, but he's, he's happy. Yeah. He's walking up the stairs. He's getting his food. He's going back downstairs and laying down. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we all do in life, right? That's the life of a cat. I wake up, I get my food and I go back to sleep. Yeah. But yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I started doing some more dog training classes officially. Oh, nice for work. For work, so now I am on my way to being a, an actual trainer, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Love love that, and um, I enjoy my coworker that I do Monday and Tuesday night classes with. Mm-hmm. Um, she's awesome. She's a well, like has a wealth of knowledge, and I you know stoked to to learn more. And what would be, you say has been like the biggest thing you've learned that about dog training, like? That you have to constantly think on your feet. Like you think I I would think like, oh, well, you know, you just repeat what you need to to get them to understand what we do. Yeah. But there are always new questions and things. So you have to be able to just take that and then find a way instead of saying well, you're the problem, mm-hmm. you know, it's not your dog, it's you, yeah. which it probably could be, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, when I had this dog, my experience, like me, my, I, and I found a way to work through it like this so they can kind of like, oh, so it's not just me going through this problem and thinking of those things on the fly mm-hmm. because you can't just have, you can have your script and be like, no questions, no questions until the end. <laughs> But nobody wants to go to a class like that. Nobody wants to be working with someone like that. Yeah. 
So I think that, and then you're hear a lot of people wanting you to say, Oh yeah, your, your dog is broken. It's not you. Mm-hmm. Your dog's broken. Yeah. It's just that dog. It's, nothing it's you can dog. do. Yeah. And that's, that's it's really not going to take a bunch of work or nothing. Right. And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's work. Like yeah. the other day, a guy was like, Hey, so I'm doing the things and I know where I want to be at the end. I just don't know how to get there. Like, what do I do along the way to get where I want to be? And I just told him, I was like, are you doing this? Are you doing that? He says, yes. And I said, it just takes time. Mm -hmm. Well, see, I'm going on this trip and I'm like, you can't put a timeline on this. Yeah. Because, you know, it just, it's not a problem that just goes away in a week or two weeks. It's kind of like working out. You can't say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by this day because mm-hmm. everybody's body is different. And once you get down to a certain weight, you know, things begin to get harder. Yeah. And it's just. You can't be like, well, I need my kid to be potty trained by this date because we're going to run out of diapers on that day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and people just have a hard time accepting and understanding that. And they just want to hear a quick fix. And there are no quick fixes with, you know, with training. Yeah. And if, if there is, I'd love to hear it, but tell us in a voicemail, tell us in a voicemail, Um, what are your tips and tricks? But I would also like to add to all of this. I am not a professional dog trainer. So you kind of, I do it as my profession, but I am still learning. So I would say I'm an apprentice at this point. There you go. Yeah. You know, give yourself some credit. Um, It's what you do for your job. It's what I do for my job. And it's, it's great. I love it. And I'm so happy that I quit the service industry. Yeah. Although dog really like working with dogs You're and serving people the is, dogs. my clients are my dogs. <laughs> um, and people are just a byproduct of dogs. Yeah. Unfortunate um, byproduct. And then I went and saw Hanson. Oh yeah. How's Hanson? Holy shit, dude. Those, those, those guys are incredibly talented and I know that everybody get like loves to give me shit about it. No, I I won't give you shit about it. Like any, any that I do do is in jest. Mm-hmm. Like me and David know we jammed some bop bop. And there was another song that I knew for a while too. I don't know it anymore, but yeah, I, I won't list off all the songs that it could have been. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're the fact that they, were uh, like a quote unquote, like one hit wonder in that, you know, nothing else was like a as hit memorable. Like that. Yeah. But they're, you know, it's been 25 years and they're still doing it mm-hmm. and apparently still doing it well. I mean, you saw the video, maybe. I, think I, I, I watched it. It was, you know, it was a Snapchat of a concert. It's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was to have a symphony behind you mm-hmm. and, you know, playing these songs and these songs that, you know, because they had originals that were specifically written for this. Yeah, because it was an album, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they composed all this music. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's it's incredible to see how talented Mm-hmm. Um, they are, and the feeling that you get from listening to this, this album and these new songs 
that are you know slight slightly varied um and they were playing a lot of the deep cuts okay um were they themselves were they playing any string instruments or no so they were they just singing with the uh string accompaniment yep and you know they were switching around from like guitar to drums or whatever because that's what they do um so they were still doing that part along with it yeah so it was kind of like you'll hear those nuances in a song and you're like man i wish they did that live Mm -hmm. and they played all those songs that you're like man that would be really good live Mm -hmm. um because they had a horn section too so they had some of their like jazzy songs it was it was just great and this morning jackie says hey how do you feel about going out to what is it wilmington nebraska Uh, no williamsburg virginia to see their holiday show on december 10th or 8th or something 9th be a nice little birthday present and i was looking at tickets and it just it's too much. Yeah. It's too much for just a day or a weekend. Yeah. Um, it's an expensive time of year to try and travel like that. Yeah. And I would rather take that money and give it to myself mm-hmm. in a different way. I mean, I already bought a, you know, one of those mini PS ones that yeah. are being reissued. Kind of bummed they didn't put Jet Moto on there, but you know. You can't have it all. You can't have it all. That's that's why you go down and you buy yourself a I think you could still buy the PS1s. I don't know if any of the games will still work, but talk to Abe. I bet he's got I don't want to talk it. I don't want to talk to Abe. <laughs> you want to ask that guy one question and it's like 20 hours later, uh, you know? He's he's a great storyteller. <laughs> great conversationalist, but yeah. not a quick answer kind of guy. No. <laughs> um but Yeah, that's pretty much been my week is just working and then now it's snowing. Yeah. I am not ready for this winter. Like, I feel like the snow is happening very early for this time of year. Like, I think it's time we just embrace that it's it's winter. N- no, like, I, I understand seasons change, but I feel like most years we don't actually get snow like this this early. Like... I feel like, you know, it's we've had Christmases that have been, you know, bare where we didn't have any snow on the ground at Christmas. And that's sad. Yeah, it's you know, it's I, you know, I I think it'd be great to have snow on Christmas and and just be done. But I also feel like it doesn't really snow much usually until like mid-December. And now we're at the beginning of November and it's like starting to snow like consistently Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pissed off about that (laughs) and it's my seasonal depression is just it's not working with that you know yeah I think you should just move with me and Jackie someplace warm where it never has to snow I know you love it and you got a great job and you're comfortable but how about just uprooting yourself well and I, I think the biggest thing is just knowing where where it would be tennessee tennessee no i'm kidding what about austin austin massachusetts (laughs) um i looked i looked in austin and there my cousin lives in austin really yeah cousin charlie 
Cousin Charlie. We were talking about Charlie uh, uh, a couple episodes ago, even, I think. I was riding bikes with Charlie when I scraped Okay, yeah, 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 the pad. Yeah. That was a good episode. Yeah, he lives in Austin now. Okay. Well, I mean, I looked in Austin. I could look a bit harder, but it didn't seem like there was too much in the price range that, you know, we would be able to afford, assuming we were able are able to sell our house high because right now it's it's worth a lot, which is surprising. Yeah. But Have you added equity to it? You know, you've got a nice pipe leak. Um, but you know, all that stuff would be fixed. Um, whether it's beforehand or as a part of a contingency plan or mm-hmm. whatever they call it. Um, but we want to still build a deck and put in a sliding door and revamp the basement, um, bathroom and turn it into kind of a private, well, not private cause it's the family room's basement, but, mm-hmm. Um, upgrading that bathroom to making it kind of like a spa suite okay. sort of thing. Whirlpool, tub. Ooh, nice. Yeah, because Jackie likes to take baths and I could care less. Yeah. Not about her, just about spending time <laughs> spending time in dirty water. I can care less what you do. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're she's only gonna use it like once a week. Yeah. Seems like a lot of money to invest in such a little return. That's fifty two times in a year. So, I don't know. That seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> go for it, Jackie. You you, you go, Glen Coco. I give you the green light. I'll help you build a deck. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it next summer. When are we going to build your desk? I don't know. It's a lot of work. That desk still works, huh? <laughs> yeah, this desk still <laughs> works. And it is just sort of a matter of space of like, I got kind of plenty of things along this whole wall and I feel like a bigger desk isn't necessarily going to house all of that. Mm-hmm. And I do want a solution also for the keyboard because right now I have to like move it over here to play it. And like I had it on top of the desk for a while, but that I got in the way of your plates. Yeah. Your keys, your measuring tape. Yeah. I don't know why there's a measuring tape. I gotta measure things in front of your computer. Anyways, no, actually, the reason for that is um, whenever I would do uh, the 3D modeling stuff, you want to do things to scale accurately, and so I would go around the room. Uh, like when I was doing the thing of my room, I was walking around and measuring shit to see hmm. what the dimensions are supposed to be. Interesting. Yeah, that was a really cool video. We should put that on our Instagram. Okay. You so you should text me that video or email me or yeah, we'll yeah. find a way to get it up there because yeah. it's really cool. Y'all um, no bullshit. I feel like you think it's a lot cooler than I think it is. And I did it. <laughs> you know, it's something that I, I had never seen someone that I know do mm-hmm. and it is really cool. I know it took a long time yeah. and it was probably really tedious for yeah. like a 30 second clip. It's like <laughs> I spent 12 hours plus hours on this and I got 30 fucking seconds. Yeah. And that is one of those things of, I would like to work on that more. And it's just not necessarily that scene, but just kind of the doing that stuff more. I kind of hit a wall where I was afraid to keep going. Cause I felt like I was going to do poorly 
and then yeah but see you that's what that's what you need to push yourself harder and further because you see it like i did these things and everybody loved them and it was great Mm -hmm. how can i top that yeah and it's like you just keep breaking through those levels you know yeah because and the big thing is that the next thing in the lesson of the course that i was doing for that was doing um face sculpting oh that sounds hard yeah and i'm just like this is gonna suck i'm not good at that i wasn't good at any of it and i learned some of it i understand but yeah it's very intimidating and so i have not gone through with it well i think you should and you know to circle back on that you know doing things that are um maybe hard or uncomfortable i want to purchase another lens for Mm -hmm. my camera and that's scary because i don't feel like i've been really taking advantage of you know the software i have and the, the camera that i have yeah and I, I just need to do it. I feel like maybe I've been a little uninspired and feeling like I'm over my my kit lens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at getting a prime, a manual lens, because I would much rather shoot, you know, um, since I shoot animals, mm-hmm. I need fast, quick, boom, focus and go. Yeah. So I don't have time to sit and tinker with the focus point. But I feel that learning how to master a manual lens mm-hmm. will provide a lot of valuable information. So, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's way more fun. Autofocus really like, meh. It just cheapens it takes, your experience. Yeah, it, it does. It takes a lot of the fun away from, from it. I enjoy more of the film aspects of things. So even when I'm shooting like a photo, it, like as I'm like, kind of lining up a shot i'm still kind of i get to still watch it in the viewfinder as like a video Mm -hmm. and so i even just enjoy kind of the artistic aspects of that so that is something i'd like to try and do more of is um keep doing some film stuff because i right now i'm working on a a music video for tightwire with the video i shot during the tour um, tour montage. Uh, it's it's all just live shots of one song, but it's coming together really nice. I think nice got some good shots. But I would like to try and do just some more. I don't even know the right word to call it. Of like, kind of those scenery shots that you see where it's just kind of like a nice smooth pan or or whatnot. So you want to work on like just B roll. Not necessarily like I can't I can't think of how I would describe it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> um What I, kind of lens would you get? I was I was looking at a Makey, Mikey, Makey um lens. I was looking at either a thirty-five or a fifty. And on my camera since it's an APS-C cropped sensor it would the 35 would be an equivalent of about like 48 I think or something so it's close to a 50 and the other one would be closer to like an 85 oh wow so both of them would have you know some really really nice results and you know getting into yeah 
focus on portraits, maybe asking a few friends like, Hey, I'm just going to shoot your picture. And that's that just mm-hmm. kind of really finding ways to keep myself busy. Cause I feel that just go spy on people too. You know, just go, <laughs> you can just take pictures of random people in public. Just like, I think I'd have to get like I'm a, practicing. Get a 200 times zoom. Well, they yeah. Some people with their like 35s, since it's kind of that optimal um, focal length for street photography. Mm-hmm. Just walking around and yeah. I was actually looking at like uh, 35 lenses as well. Wait, oh, because you have a kit and then a 50. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the both lenses I was looking at, they're like 80 bucks. Yes, I know they're cheap, they're budget, they're probably not the sharpest. That's fine. But they open up to 1.7. So oh, yeah. it lets in tons of light and get awesome shots. And even if you stop it down to like F2 or 2.8 or whatever, it'll still be plenty of light that I'm not getting at 3.5 right now. Yeah. I uh, was perusing the old website of houses. I forget what it was called. Zillow. Yeah, it was, yeah, Zillow or Redfin, and I started thinking, well, what else is out there? And I typed in, like, farms for sale, and then there was some other thing, other website that popped up, like, old historical houses for sale, and I searched that one, and I was like, oh, what what can I find here? Mm-hmm. And there was, like, this old Victorian house, and it was called, like, Elm Street Victorian <laughs> Dream. And I just thought, like, that's where fucking Freddy Krueger lives. Yeah. You can't do Elm Street and reference dreams. And then I was like, I got to get this house. <laughs> and it was only like 179000 That's, yeah, that's not bad. For, for like a, a, a six-bedroom, like, mansion, essentially. See, I found one on uh, Zillow a couple days ago, and it was a bit out of town to the south. Um, and... It was crazy cheap. It was like 50000 and it was like a three-bedroom house with like a, like over an acre of land. I'm like, what is going on here? And I start reading into this description, and it says in, uh, in caps and bold, do not enter the home. It is not safe. Oh, shit. And then there's like... Some mention about like soil contamination or something. So, oh, it's like, holy shit. How could they even sell? I feel like they need to just bulldoze that house. And yeah, like, I know. I feel they owe a civic duty to the environment to just rid that land of <laughs> that garbage. Yeah. People just dumping. And I just want to know in what way is that home not safe? Because like soil contamination isn't going to affect the home like it affects living there. But what's happening in that house? Is it haunted? I wonder if it's just um, like one of those older homes that never got updated and never got maintained. Mm-hmm. So maybe it has a lot of rot. Mm. So you step in one floorboard and just fall through to the next fall floor. through and then you're dead. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So I assume they're just selling the house to just level it and then you can build your own. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of thing you have to do with the with the land with whatever soil contamination there was. Mm-hmm. Just put some astroturf down. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Just cover it up. Just don't look. Yeah, I don't even know. 
how you contaminate soil, much less uncontaminate it. Amy can tell you how to contaminate soil. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Oh, she's so tired. Um, You could just go buy a shipping container for like 1500 bucks. I've still been thinking about that, but then it's hard to find just empty lots, too. It is. An empty lot that has enough space or a nice view. Yeah. Because that's a big part of it, too. You don't want to just like, oh, well, I have suburban, you know, area and then I just plopped a shipping container house. Yeah. And like even just finding like level, even ground is tough. Like the few lots that I do see, they're all like on this weird hill and et cetera. Yeah. You don't want to have to go through the, the expense of you know, leveling a whole bunch of ground because then you got to hire the contractors. and Yeah. Then it's holed up for you just plopping your house down. Yeah. And then even if you buy a shipping container, there's a lot of work after that. Like, you gotta, you don't have a house until that shit's done. You got to make that a home. Just don't do it. But that'll do it. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Keep it spicy, everybody. Stay warm.